0: wakey wakey eggs and bakey welcome back to pm and the am a comedy podcast for listeners of all ages the show that contains the kind of humor to make you laugh out loud no matter where you're listening each week we take a deep dive into some hilarious insane topics found on the internet my name is porter mcneely i am joined by blake bushman Very excited that he could join us today Kind of from a a special location You know, as he's moving He had to mix and match And we're lucky to have him So we are going to strive to bring you a half hour of humor The only way we know how Blake, how are you doing this week? How are things going with the move? Give us a little update. Yeah, man, it's it's been crazy. I'm going to apologize ahead of time in case, you know, the audio is going to be different. I'm not using my mic. The video quality might be, who knows? It might not even exist by the time we're done. <laughs> so we're going to apologize ahead of time. The production quality might not be on par with what we try to put out every week, but uh, I'm, I'm happy to be recording. I think that's that's what's important. Give people the content they deserve. I uh, 100% agree. Like you said, we'll see what happens with this video as not only are you recording from a different location, my internet has been absolutely (laughs) the worst, which is funny because I swear every day that we're going to record, that's the only time it ever has issues and uh, it's kind of frustrating, but... We've gone through adversity before and we will continue to do that. So, but yeah, we've got a great show coming up today, Blake. I'm really excited about this one. Uh, I got to give a shout out to my wife who gave me the idea for the best Americans bracket that we have coming up in honor of the 4th of July, which will be the day after this episode comes out. People are probably thinking already, Blake, they're like, I don't really want to listen about George Washington and whatever, you know, it is not just historical figures. We've gone into the cartoon realm, the TV actor realm, you know, there's a lot of different uh, great Americans that we're going to be covering. So, pretty excited for that as well as I have would you rather moving editions which I'm going to ask Blake as he dives into home ownership. Be really excited to see what you Would I rather? No. The answer's just going to be no for both of them. I'm going to be- <laughs> moving is quite possibly one of the worst experiences people can go through because you spent so much time packing all your stuff. And we're moving pretty close to where we're at now, it's you know probably a 5-minute drive. So we pack up all this stuff, spend all week packing, move five minutes, and then have to spend a whole other week unpacking and doing everything. It's just the worst. I mean, I'm excited to be done and, and, you know, move into our house and everything else. But until that point, man, it's it's not fun. So I'm excited to hear these Would You Rathers because hopefully at least one of them is good because so far it's been not a fun experience. Well, why did you decide to pack everything up? Why didn't you just get like a giant U-Haul and you could have just put everything unpacked in there? I think I just solved the problem. That sounds far worse. I'm a, so this is the second time. This is the second time we've moved. The first time, you know, we had no idea what we were doing, and you know, so we kind of we packed up like our our plates and stuff. You know, the stuff that would break, and everything else we kind of just left out in the open, and uh, it was awful our my in-laws got there to help us move they brought you know they brought a, a moving truck down and stuff and it was not a fun experience to see them walk to the door and see our apartment just totally unpacked <laughs> it's just it looked like we just moved in like it, it, it was everything was not as orderly as it should be so this time we're uh striving to be better we got a Everything packed away. I mean, we even got towels that we're showering with now that we're not even going to be taking. It's just we picked our crappiest towels and decided that we're going to ditch those when we leave. Uh, It's been a process, but hopefully hopefully it goes smoothly now. Okay. I mean, it does sound like you did something very important, Blake, which is you learned from your mistakes. Uh, And now... I mean, I feel like that would actually, you know, hurt as a man, you know, somebody comes to help you move and they're like, were you even, did you even think about this beforehand? Like, what are you doing? So I guess, I guess good on you, Blake, for having everything packed up. Good on you for buying some boxes this time. And uh, we're, we're excited for the big move. There potentially could be some uh, podcast studio or something big coming up, not to give away any spoilers, but definitely really excited. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Once it's all said and done. Things will be a lot better. So let's do it here. The first one is, Blake, would you rather have your neighbors come ask to borrow your stuff once a week? This is tools and household appliances, more kind of expensive-ish things. Or have your neighbor's dog poop on your front lawn every single day? And it's not cleaned up. It's just it's little bombs you, in my yard. You, Yeah, you have to take care of it. No, they are not cleaning up. I'm going to say, I'm going to let them ask me to borrow stuff because this doesn't mean that I have to say yes. This is just them coming to be like, hey, can you borrow your lawnmower? And right at that moment I'm going to have to mow my lawn. It could be freshly mowed. I'm going to be back out there. Oh, hey, do you have a couple of eggs? I'm just finished making omelets. I'm so sorry. I've, and eventually they're just going to learn to hate me and we'll go go ask their other neighbors. But I'm going to be the least neighborly person I can be. And uh, yeah, I'll let them come to me, but if their dog poops in my yard, it's getting drop kicked. So the dog or the poop, I don't think dropkicking the poop is a good idea, (laughs) but I will dropkick the poop into their yard and then dropkick the dog into the road. Well, hopefully you're leaving your shoes in your brand new garage because every single pair of your shoes is about to have turd stains on them. That's why I I picked them asking to borrow stuff. I'm not dealing with all that. I think that's a good choice, but I do think, you know, every single week it would start to get annoying. They're asking for something else. You might not be confident in how they're treating your stuff when they're using it. These are more expensive things. And I think you went with the right answer there. That one might have been, you know, a little bit easier to choose than than the other one that might have not have been my best question but i promise they're gonna get better as we go along would you rather have your next door neighbor that mows the lawn at 6 a.m every single saturday morning or would you rather have to avoid talking to your next door neighbor every time you see them no matter what i'm gonna take you avoid talking to them this seems like an absolute win i mean I, I can't think of what they would possibly think about me. They'll be like, I live next to a total weirdo. He's got dead bodies out in the backyard. Somebody check his basement. He's hiding something. Because every time I see him, he runs away as fast as possible. But dealing with all the, with all the you know, cop calls to check on, you know, my house and make sure that nothing sketchy going on. I don't have to deal with people. And, you know, as much as I would love to be a people person... Based off of my previous answer where I would just flat out refuse to let my neighbors borrow stuff, I don't, I don't really care about being the people person. You know, it's, it's just not my thing. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, just ignore them. And I see it as a win, really. That's not just being, like, rude. That's next level. I don't know what comes after rude. Maybe evil. Maybe insane. I mean, at some point you might need something, you know, you're in an emergency and you got to run over to their house. I don't, I don't know for what. We're gonna live That's... real close to a store. I'm gonna. It's, I am going i can not think of anything I would I could possibly ever need that I can't buy. <laughs> what kind of buy do my? Head? Let's say... if the store's closed. It's late. If the store's closed, I'm not knocking on the door at midnight, being like, "Hey, can I borrow some flour?" I'll just run and buy something. I guess I was thinking more along the lines of in the horror movie, you know, when their phone lines get cut at the people's house who's getting attacked. You escape. And your best chance of survival is calling the cops at your next door neighbor's house. But you're going to have to run one house further where you potentially be caught by the attacker. You think that there's going to be a murderer in my house and the first place I'm going to run is one house over? That's the next stop. They're on a killing spree. I'm going straight. I'm going to be just going house to house at that point. You want to know what I'm going is I'm running as far away as I can. My house is gone. That's the murderer's house now. I can't live there. (laughs) So I'm just leaving and, uh, you know, I'll call the cops when I get to New Zealand. All right. I I mean, fair points there. I was really trying to think of a better scenario that was (laughs) going to make you talk to your neighbors and clearly it didn't work, but let's get to the next one here. All right, Blake, would you rather have a fridge that dishes out insults depending on what you take out of it or have to beat your washing machine in a rap battle in order for it to wash your clothes? Is it a good rapping? (laughs) It's, yeah, I mean, you're going to ac- actually have to be able to string some sentences together. Mm. There's going to need to be some fluidity and some rhythm. It's got to be a good beat. <laughs> well, I, I hate to break it to you. I'm not the most rhythmic guy. Not my. When you first started talking about that, I thought you were just going to say, you have to beat your washing machine. <laughs> and was that like, was pretty sweet, too. I was like, yeah, I could do that. i give it a couple of kicks every time I needed to go. You know, I used to do that to the... The old TVs or something when they weren't working, you smack them until they start going. I mean yeah. But a rat battle is very different. I don't know if I can I don't know if I'm that creative enough. If I can use the same rhymes every time and they're just killer, I write one string. Otherwise I'd have to be going to chat GPT and say, Hey, write write me a rap verse that's a diss on my on my washing machine. <laughs> I really that. think you should actually come up with one of those raps and do it for us live. I think that would be pretty entertaining. I, I can't. Because like I said, I don't have that kind of rhythm. I' you know it's not my uh, not my area of expertise. So for that reason, I'm gonna have to take the insults from my fridge, which by the way will probably be an excellent weight loss way you know if I open up my fridge to get a snack and my fridge is like, oh look at this Toby other snack. Did you have enough last time? Oh, I'm gonna close that thing out of sham. I'm gonna go work out. Like this is gonna be I'm gonna lose so much weight. That's a fair point. I was thinking of the situation, you know, you've got family over, you've got friends over, you open the magic fridge and it starts yelling that's gonna be pretty embarrassing. So I was thinking what you do in this situation is you stock that fridge full of prepackaged salad, full of arugula, other miscellaneous vegetables, and you you can't be I've taking any heat any for that. that. <laughs> Yeah. Never open it again. If my fridge is full of arugula, it's I'm not opening it. I will never be insulted because, you know, it's just not worth my time. But what I think you're missing from that is you said if I have people over at my house and I go to open it, I I'm not gonna open it if I have people over at my house. I'm gonna send you to open it. So so that every time you go, I'm like, Hey Porter, can you grab the milk out of the fridge for me real quick? <laughs> You open it up and be like, oh, who's this new guy? This guy sucks. (laughs) It's like, uh, are you sure about that whole milk, sir? I think skin would look better on you. Yeah, see, I'm going to be roasting all of it. But then it's not, you know, it's not me saying it. So it's fine. Let's be like, oh, sorry, I can't control that fridge. Just unwieldy. So I love it, actually. (laughs) That's a fair point. You're always pretty good at spitting these questions. And I think you did a great job there. And I think the insulting fridge could be pretty fun to have based on that. Let's get on it. Let's get on it. Weight loss, insult your friends. This is an absolute win-win. Blake, I have a random pet peeve that I thought of this week that I thought maybe could use some airtime discussion on the podcast. Would you like to hear it? I would love to. Let's let's get into it. Okay. That. I think the world would be an absolute better place if we got rid of this thing. And this thing is at every you know like little concert they do, every performance and that the artist comes out, they go are you ready? Everybody make some noise. And people, you know, they clap a little bit. You know, they're kind of excited. This isn't like an A-list celebrity that you paid hundreds of dollars to go to. This is just some local performance. So you're like, okay, whatever. There's a live band here that's full of 60 year old men that just like to do this for fun. They go, are you ready? Make some noise. And, and, you know, people kind of look up from what they're doing. They kind of clap a little bit. They go, oh no, 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 no. I can't even hear you guys. Let's make some noise, and they scream it, and they like make you clap louder. I am so sick of that. I hate that. It's so annoying, so overused. I just want to hear somebody come out and be like, all right, I'm just going to start playing music, which is why I'm here. Hopefully my music can pump you up because we're good enough. Like, I am so sick of that at every little thing you go to that I just want to get rid of it completely. I wish we could cancel that. That's an absolute fair point, especially if you're not that excited. You just have to pretend. To be that way. I mean that's that's what they call the uh the SpongeBob intro special. I feel like if you're going to do it, you have to actually do the the exact same you have to play the sound from the SpongeBob intro. The I can hear you. <laughs> you just have to keep pressing that until it gets to the, the volume you want. Because if I heard that I'd be like, Okay, now I'm kind of excited. <laughs> What do these guys got going on? I, I feel like that's really the, the only way that, that, that makes it okay. I'm with you. that I hate it when when they do that, and I'm not actually excited, and I just have to pretend. It's so annoying, but I didn't even realize you brought me to the core of the problem. It came from SpongeBob. I don't know if that's where <laughs> it started, but that's where I'm... SpongeBob's been around forever. You can't imagine there was a jazz band in the you know 40s or whatever, and... You were like, "Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we would um, we're going to play some solitary sounds for you tonight. Uh, who's excited to be here?" And you know, they got the, the little clap, and then they, "Oh, well, actually, that wasn't quite excited enough. Uh, well, can we get another another round of applause if you're excited to be here?" And then just can't imagine that was going on. So it had to have started with SpongeBob, right? I think so. When did we become <laughs> so dumb that we thought this was actually cool? Like, I never get more pumped to hear somebody. I just get annoyed instantly. I'm like. Oh, instead of enjoying this performance, I no longer want to be here. You want to know what's worse about performances, and it, this, this kind of drives me crazy, is the encore. You're upset about the end, but I, or the beginning. I'm upset about the end because these people have planned songs for the encore. Just play the whole set. You want to know why they do an encore? It's to boost their ego. It's like, I did so good. That they want to hear one more song. And no, we just want to get the full show that we paid for. We know you have something else. You're not coming out here and winging it, writing a new song off the off the rip. If that's what it was and it was like, you know, uh, hey, I didn't have anything planned, but here's this acoustic, you know, whatever, that would be awesome. But when they come out there and they still got a full on, I just feel like if they did do that, I would have gotten shortchanged. And that's, that's rude. That's actually a really good point you bring up because I feel like it's so annoying too because- First of all, before the main artist came out, you watched some low-level performer for an hour. Then you sat there for an hour between while they pretend like they're fixing the sound setup, even though they're just trying to build suspense and make the concert seem like it was longer. You don't want them to run to the back after they're done. Just stay out and do those other three songs, and so we can clap for a minute at the end and then get the heck out of there. Because we just wasted four hours of our life in downtime between every single thing that happened. And it takes so long for them to come back out for the encore. Because if they just walked off and came right back on, it would be weird. So they have to leave for a long enough amount of time for them to be like, oh, we're scrambling. Yes, we better put something together and come out. It drives me crazy. Just do everything you had planned. We'll applaud you as, you know, as excited for we were. And then everybody goes home. I think that that's the ideal way that concerts should happen. The beginning and the end, they really have not figured those out. The middle part's fine, but the beginning and the ends are awful. Yeah, I mean, you enjoy the, you know, the part where they sing in and stuff, but yeah, you're right. You don't want to wait more time. I, I don't get it. I'm sick of the encore. I'm sick of the fake pump-up. Like, let your performance do the talking. Your performance is what's going to get the crowd into it, not by telling them, you need to clap louder so I'll get started. I'm not going to start until you clap as loud as you can so annoying. I think we did some, I didn't even know those pet peeves were going to come up today. It's just something that's been in the back of my mind. So I'm glad we addressed them. I think we've, you know, done sufficient work around them and I think we should get ready to move into our best Americans draft. So we will be right back with that. With warmer temperatures approaching, there is no better way to cool off than with some authentic Brazilian acai from Bahaka Acai. I lived in Brazil for two years and I fell in love with acai, but when I came back to the US I was pretty disappointed with the quality of the options here. That is until I found bahaca acai, which tastes exactly like what they serve in Brazil. Because that's exactly what it is. Imported from Brazil and delivered to your doorstep, it is the best treat for summer months. Whether you want it as a healthier alternative to ice cream, or covered in sweet condensed milk like I do, acai is a superfood that is super delicious. If you're interested, visit their Instagram at Bahaka That's B A H A K A A C A I. And send them a DM and let them know that PM and the AM sent you. And we are back. We've got another morning drive debate the segment where we take insane topics and we make a bracket, we draft teams. This week we have the Best Americans bracket, which is, you know, people, cartoon characters, actors from movies or TV shows that just personify America. In honor of the 4th of July, one of our favorite holidays, and I'm very excited for this draft, Blake. How are you feeling? I'm pumped. When you first brought it up, I was a little confused (laughs) because, you know, like many of you, I'm sure I was like, are we just picking our favorite like presidents what's going on if we can make it through this without a single president that would be great i'm sure one or two will slip in as needed because i believe we're going a little bit a little bit more picks on this one than usual yeah i think we should do 12 i think we should go a little bit further because i do have a couple more i want to make sure get on the list i think it's only fair i don't really have many presidents or historical figures because i went outside the box we hear about those people all the time and i think some other people need some recognition as just figures that pump up America. And, you know, so it it might be a little different. It's it's gonna be fun. And I do believe I have the first overall pick this week. Oh and man, that's devastating. Oh <laughs> hell. I thought I did. That's heartbreaking. There is a lot of pressure on this pick, there's one and... I really want, and if you take it, I'll be I'll be thoroughly upset. Well, I hope you don't get upset, but I think oh, this is this is a tough choice. I wasn't even prepared. I want to take the Statue of Liberty. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, I, I, I like, didn't even have that on my list. I I didn't even think about that as a person. So it says America. That's that's for sure. <laughs> Nothing like a green statue to say America. I I want the Washington Monument. I don't know. I thought the Statue of Liberty could count. I guess I should ask you if it should count. No, I thought no, it could I'll, because it's a, it. like a person. Yeah, it, I mean it is literally a person. I Think technically they're French because that's who gave it to us. I don't know the whole story oh. behind it. So, uh, but the Statue of America, <laughs> the Statue of Liberty, is obviously s- associated with America. All the time. So great pick. I didn't have it on my list, but I'm okay with that because who I really wanted dropped down to me. And it's somebody so American that they have America in the name. And that is Captain America. Dang, that's a good pick. I don't know how I didn't even have that on my list. <laughs> that's The superhero that fought for America. His I mean, it's sole they... purpose. Literally walks around with the flag on a shield on its chest. America in the name in the heart and he, he has all of the Americans hearts and that's what's important to me that's a good pick Blake great job next I might kind of go off the rails a little bit I don't know how many of these are going to even be overlap or that you're going to have on your list but I think I have to go and take somebody that just inspired me as a as a young American and that is Michael Phelps he may be out of the swimming pool He de- he's not really one of the best Americans but in that 2008 Beijing Olympics when he won all those gold medals I don't think there was a time this country has been more united. That guy, single-handedly, just American right there. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I swam for a long time, and nobody cares about swimming. But when Michael Phelps steps into out onto the pool deck, every American cares about swimming. I mean- <laughs> He, if you he can get Americans to watch swimming as a, just as a sport in general, that's the most American thing I've ever seen. So fantastic pick there. I had it on my list. It, I probably wasn't going to pick it until later because I didn't think you would have it, but I'm I'm jealous because Michael Phelps, absolute American gold. No, and Michael Phelps started doing that arm thing, smack his arms mm-hmm. behind his body, throws the goggles down off the swim cap. You knew it was on, and especially that one race where he won by like a fingertip. That was amazing. So I definitely had to take him up high there. I don't know if it was the best option, but I had to get it done. Yeah, and I'm going to follow it back with uh, an athlete of my own. Uh, somebody who, for a long period of their career, wore the red, white, and blue. Somebody who many would consider a patriot, and that is Tom Brady. <laughs> you think Tom Brady's American, dude? I was trying to... For the... He played for the Patriots. What's I mean? <laughs> I mean, I guess that is patriotic, but it just doesn't seem like that good of a guy to me. So I was—I don't want to associate lip fillers and plastic surgery with America. Oh, he, I mean, that's the the go to football, and <laughs> football is you know the most watched American sport. I think so. I'm going to go ahead and say that Tom Brady encompasses America. I'm sticking with it. That's a good pick. Not one that I had on my board. So you definitely could have got that at the very bottom. But all right, moving forward, I've got a list that's just chuck full. And so let's, I can't let this, I can't risk this getting back to you, Blake. And I have to take the man that hypes up the entire United States once a year, every 4th of July. I see you nodding your head. I know you know where I'm going with this and I'm going to take the glizzy gobbler himself. Joey Chestnut I mean Excellent choice I was between him And Tom Brady To be totally honest When I said athlete I wasn't sure If I was going Tom Brady Or Joey Chestnut Yet And uh, (laughs) Joey Chestnut Might be my favorite pick I probably should have Picked him there Because I'm really jealous I love I love it I mean Every 4th of July It's my favorite tradition to watch that man just destroy his gut. I mean, there his health has just got to be awful. No human should eat that many hot dogs, but he does it for America. And that's that's what's important. A hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> Imagine like if somebody from another country came in and started winning that event, that would like ruin the 4th of July. Joey's a national treasure. The way he... I mean, you don't actually want to watch the competition itself. You just want to watch him hoist the belt up in the air, and just show off that he's the the Glizzy Gobbling Champion, and it's a big tradition for me. So I could I couldn't let him fall down any further. And I think that was that was a sneaky good pick right there. That was that was excellent. And and to follow that up, I'm gonna have to go with just a classic. You know, I think if you ask a lot of people who, what uh, America's mascot is, they would all point to one man, and he would point back and say, "I want you, because I'm taking Uncle Sam." Good pick, definitely. When you think of America, that's probably the first thing you're thinking of is Uncle Sam. All the propaganda, he's in it all. So yeah. very good pick. Yes. Not it, not as creative, but I feel like you know people as, as the votes come through, people are going to see him and and be like, I me. doesn't get much more American, so. Might be pandering a little bit there, but I'm happy with it. great pick, Blake. All right. Dang, that crosses off a couple okay, so now moving forward with my next pick, which I believe is pick number seven. We'll have to make sure we keep track. I want to take Rocky Balboa. I think I mean fantastic. He just, you know, when he beats up the Russian guy and all all the fights and stuff, it just gives like a patriotic pride. And I think that's yes, the important thing. I'll only let you pick Rocky if you can tell me in what movie he beats the Russian. I think that's uh, Rocky Four. Right? You okay? All right. I'll get it to you. <laughs> it's Rocky uh, Four, isn't it? I wasn't yeah. looking it up. Yeah. I just knew it. No, I, great. I had that on my list. Absolutely, Rocky. I mean, he's rocking the the red, white, and blue short. Oh yeah. Everybody loves everybody loves Rocky, and uh, you know he fought for America, and you gotta appreciate it. So great choice there. Thank. I respect it. All right. So this this is what would be uh, the end of the draft normally, but we uh, we're throwing on some extras here. So we have had a lot more overlap than I was hoping for because uh, I'm running out of running out of good ideas. <laughs> so I'm going I'm going back to the athlete pool. I'm taking what many would call an American hero. Uh, I think he, you know, for a lot of historical reasons as well. But he's also just a cool guy. My favorite number is 42 for a reason, and that is okay. The Jackie Robinson. Absolutely great pick. You can't go wrong with Jackie Robinson. I, he did a lot for this country. They made a you know excellent movie, and just seemed like an amazing dude. So also like a great base, all time great baseball player. So I definitely that was one that came up to the top of my mind. I hadn't picked it yet because I didn't think you were going to have it. Not a big baseball guy, so I didn't no. expect that one to come off the board. But no, I, pick. I actually am not a big baseball guy at all. But for whatever reason, when I was a little kid, I loved Jackie Robinson. I, I wrote book reports about him, bought books for fun to read about him. I, I don't know why I became a huge Jackie Robinson fan. And like I said, you look at my username on 95% of everything and it has a 42 at the end. Uh, there's two There's two reasons for that. Jackie Robinson. And it's also the answer to life, the universe and everything in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's a little bit of a double whammy. But uh, (laughs) not a huge baseball guy, but big Jackie Robinson fan. Very interesting and and a great pick there, Blake. All right. There's like three that I see as being the same, but my wife told me she would be very upset if I didn't pick any women in this draft. And so I am definitely going to take one here and I'm going to take Rosie the Riveter. Mm, Yeah. It's basically the female version of Uncle Sam. Yeah, I, I actually almost picked Rosie the Riveter for that reason because I knew my wife, I would score brownie points with her. But Uncle Sam, I mean, you know, I think if you asked which was more, um, I mean, he's got the hat and the coat and everything decked out in the American flag, so I had to. But Rosie the Riveter is an excellent pick there. I respect thank it. You, thank you. That's great. All right, I got two more here. And I'm going to take one. I don't think you have this on your list uh, because it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense too. But when you really think about it, you know, he is living the American dream. He does what he wants. He wears what he wants. And that is Adam Sandler. I would have not seen that draft going that way. You're going to have to <laughs> explain a little more about the Sandman. Oh, I mean, he's just, you know, he's just a legend in everywhere. I promise you, Adam Sandler loves him. I have no reason to believe that. But for some reason, when I think about him and his career, I'm just like, that's that's the dream right there. You know, people come to America to become like Adam Sandler. And, and, you know, he doesn't care about anybody. He just does his thing, lives his life. And that's not American. I don't know what is. Awesome. I, I appreciate you giving me that explanation, Blake. I can tell you're reaching here. So I can't wait to hear your next pick. But all right. This is my last pick. And I'll go over a few that I had on my list. I mean, I I was thinking originally John Deere, but I don't think that's a person. I just think those are tractors, so I'm going to steer clear there. <laughs> it just sounds American, doesn't it? <laughs> okay, as I scan my list one last time, I am going to take Johnny Appleseed in mm-hmm. the last overall pick, because as a little kid, we had this movie that had like Paul Bunyan, Johnny Appleseed, and the guy that was like the, he built the railroad. I forgot what his name is, but... That was like the American Heroes movie thing. And Johnny was amazing. Love me yeah. tell you. It was between him and, like you mentioned, Paul Bunyan for my last pick. So you pick Johnny. I'm going to take Paul. I think that those are a classic one, two to end on right there because, you know, like you said, we, we grew up, we, ha- we had the cartoons. I did know Johnny Appleseed was a real person for the longest time. Oh, yeah. He yeah, was yeah, a real yeah. person. He's a real dude. Yeah. They like me. Last name with Appleseed. I don't know. I think they made stories about him and like Johnny Appleseed was a nickname, but he like, it's based off of a real dude. So, I mean, he's probably pretty American. I got to give it to him. Paul Bunyan, though, you know, classic working American man. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, With I'm the big have, blue ox. Oh, yeah. What's what, nothing? Nothing <laughs> says America like a big blue ox and a man swinging an axe. So <laughs> those two, I, I think that's a, the perfect way to end that right there. That's a great draft. I did have a couple honorable mentions, such as Katy Perry with the song Fireworks. I just feel like that's really American. But mm-hmm. overall, I'd stink at the whole American vibe, so I no. had to throw her out. Chuck Norris and Ron Swanson were two I felt like could be Ron you know, pretty good. was absolutely on my list, Ron Swanson. Okay. That's great. Definitely give him a shout-out. I thought Louis Armstrong, just because it feels American when you hear I trees of green. <laughs> However, that song. <laughs> Doesn't that feel American to you? It, it has to feel American. It, it does. I, yeah, I was trying to think of, uh, you know, the people who sing, like, what's the what's the other song? American National Anthem? Or, oh. or, or, like, any of those songs. I was trying to think who sings those, and I was like, I couldn't tell you. I, I guess, no. That's great, though. I also did have Helen Keller as an honorable mention, just because oh, I feel man. like She's what she professor. did for America was just such a good endeavor of yeah I mean she introduced scams and how to make easy money off of people like I guess that is pretty American when you when you think about it I got to give it to her very American and her uh, stealing money from from less wise so kudos to you for including that on the list that fraudulent (laughs) son of a gun I knew that was gonna happen I'm so glad it actually did (laughs) but I think we have a good show Thanks for everybody for tuning in, Blake. You got anything for the listeners before we wrap this week up? No, i I think that's it. Hopefully next week it'll it'll have calmed down a little bit and and we can you know get a, get back to our regularly scheduled programming. So if this doesn't have video, we thank you for listening anyways. If it does, we apologize for the quality probably. And uh, next week we'll uh, we'll get back to our usual. Exactly. Hopefully it gets a little bit better. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in and sticking with us. We will catch you guys on the next one. Peace out. Congrats on making it all the way to the end. We hope you enjoyed the show. You are now officially part of the PM and the AM fan base, The Morning People, and we are super pumped to have you here. Now that you're a part of the crew, please share the episode with a friend, and make sure to check out the rest of our shows and social media content for more hilarious brackets, crazy questions, and an overall great time. Thanks for listening. It truly means a lot to us, and we'll catch you guys next week.